420. <laughs> Number 58. What the fuck is wrong with people? And this is a mystery joint. Mystery hempy. We don't know what it is, what flavor. It was out of a grab bag, courtesy of Ethos. Um, was supposed to do a nug drop today, but forgot. So soon. One of you guys remind if one of you guys remind me, sends me a text, nug drop will happen. If that text doesn't come my way, I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying it's less likely. There might well, be a delay. It might be a delay. It's still there. It's like ready, waiting to be grabbed and smoked. So, um <laughs> leftist tears. Courtesy of the Daily Wire. Thank you for the uh, mug. Oh, it has a tear on the back. That's funny. Oh, it does have a tear. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Can nice detail. There's, there's the detail. Awesome. Can I borrow your journal? Yeah. And. I'm just making sure there's no nudes on this. <laughs> doodle. <laughs> nude city doodle. <laughs> Big boobied women in there. Oh, I was going to steal the center, but. Speaking of that, wasn't there like a joke going around that dudes, were you guys talking about that? We'll jack off to anything? Yeah. And was, so I like, think we talked about that a couple <laughs> okay. podcasts ago, yeah. So, Let's yeah. bring it up again. Well, I was just wondering <laughs> if, a, if a dude would jack off circles. to a nude yeah. like, like drawing, like pen yeah. sketch drawing. Right. That was the idea. What about in prison? Right. right. Isn't there like the artist, like he <laughs> just draws naked chicks for all the guys, right? It's like, here you go, sure, jack off to this. <laughs> Huh? There's Sharpies in the box. Well, then I have to get up and I might as well use my own journal. Yeah. BRB. I have a pen. Right. Never mind. <laughs> Anna's getting situated here. So <laughs> we're getting after it. Well, it's okay. Jordan can have the giggles sometimes. And I can forget my journal in the case. other room. All right. We'll see what this is about. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, me and my girl were talking about the leftist tears thing because uh, so Bill Maher was on and he brought it up, right? And uh, she was saying like if you don't know Ben, right? He seems like a like a snarky prick kind of, right? Right. Um, if you don't know him, right? He seems all oh he's a right wing asshole or whatever. Um, and so she was saying like that the leftist tears thing kind of goes kind of goes <coughs> overboard and is like too snarky or whatever mm -hmm. like too something it plays into that right it plays into the stereotype yeah, yeah. We, we, <coughs> i like it <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean i really have without uh um being ashamed of this to say i man i really think that the left is a bunch of fucking pussies i mean I can't like I really try to not think like that but everything that I see just keeps reinforcing that and I mean pussies with a capital P not even like a subtle pussies it's like man you guys are fucking <laughs> you know that that goes into the top of my what the fuck is wrong with people. Oh, that was that on there? Was it on no, the list? Uh, no, but that would be. You had masculine. Can make last minute like changes. Given, though, right? <laughs> last that one's kind of a that one's a given. Right. So, topic of the day is what the fuck is wrong with people, and I made a list of some of the things 
that just make me <laughs> that you notice. say that. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> I'm not sure where you guys kind of sit on these, but... Um, well, let's find know, out. Maybe you guys have some input. Like, <laughs> number one, and these aren't in any particular order as far as what bothers me the most. So, you know, they're all kind of equally like, mm-hmm. fuck. First one, not putting shopping carts in the designated area and just leaving them in the parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, does that bother you guys? Are you guys like, what the fuck is wrong with you when you see that? I, yeah, I don't know. I put mine back, but I can't say it bothers me that other people don't. Okay, so what if, say, what if it's a packed parking lot and yeah. there's one spot that would bother me. and it has a <coughs> cart yeah, in it? There's a cart in it. That would bother me. And I got to get out <coughs> and put it right. away. Yeah. <coughs> I uh, I don't get super bothered by it, but the, and I've, I've <coughs> even admit like there's been times where there's a cart in the you just spot push I'm it with pulling your in, and I'll push it with my car, with car. but I'll put the car back as I'm walking into the store, or I'll take it in with me and use it. But yeah, I, I'm just like I'm I'm not gonna stop, get out, fucking push the car, and then get back in, pull in, and I I, I mean it definitely drives me bonkers that people are that lazy i will say however drives me crazy when i'm in the grocery store and somebody comes up clearly sees me like looking at something leaves their car right in front right in front of me and whatever i'm doing and they walk away to go grab something else and then and they're like or they they move in front of me and then their car and them are in front of me i boxed oh god yeah i think you know maybe you could generalize it as when people are just not considerate of other people, and sometimes they're just not aware. Well, that's you know, like some like with my son, you know, he doesn't he hasn't learned that, right? You know what I mean? So there's, and I got to tell him like, dude, that's rude, right? Like the fact that you're all in your own head, other people are interpreting that as being rude. Yeah. You got to like notice. So mm-hmm. even in a grocery store, he's horrible, right? You know, I make him push the car, but he's always it's in the way, it's in the middle of the aisle, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? So like, no one else like, can do it. Ability, you know what I mean? Or like <laughs> when like, you're yeah. walking. <laughs> In a large uh, shopping center, mm. and you see people going, you know, the rules of the road, basically. Oh, right, one going direction. one way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're just walking the opposite direction, taking up most of the space, not really caring. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a yeah. similar well, thing. Well, like four people wide. <clears throat> yeah. That's... But they're also wide people. I mean, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that happens with. Uh, Cyclists, you know, people who ride their bicycles sometimes. Tandem. Well, there's like three of them, and they're just spread out oh, throughout right. the whole they're road, and it's tandem, like that's not just... how you're. I get yeah. it too, like the width of a car. But... Well, I'm an avid bicyclist, and that should have been on my list because that mm-hmm. bothers me, like motherfucker. And to go along with that is <clears throat> the goddamn tight shorts. Right. <laughs> tight shirt, oh, bicycle, tight bicycle shorts. Uh-huh. That's like what the fuck's wrong. With people. Okay, dudes, okay, but like, why? Only but why? dudes are right. You see, dude, well, yeah, <laughs> only dudes. I love it when chicks are wearing it. It's like dudes wearing yoga pants. I mean, right. you know, you it's like, like it. it's you like spats, look at it. the grappling pants. It's like mm-hmm. they're cool as fuck. Put some goddamn shorts over. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't want to see a dude camel toe, right? You don't. I don't think that's possible. A, I've seen it. I've legitimately seen it. I, you see well, it something's the, wrong. With the guys who are fucking wearing bike shorts, they got them so tight. You see like one ball on one side and <laughs> yeah. one ball on the other side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like 
doesn't that hurt? <laughs> right? It's like a G-string for your balls instead yeah. of for your ass. And some people like yeah. different things. I yeah, I get it. I get that some people. So is like, that is it out of not being considerate of others that well, they should do it? That's not being that, considerate they know that of others. That's what I'm saying. Like right. they know that other guys could see it, right? And so therefore, it's inconsiderate. Well, right. this kind it's of like, sounds like what we were talking about in, I think, the other day in class. I don't remember who was in, but. Um, Ilya was talking about how he doesn't like seeing people or he doesn't understand why women wear um, leggings like workout clothes everywhere. And he's like, just put on some pants like, you know, he works, uh, he does design and works in this place where there's a lot of machinery and stuff. Right. And there's a girl apparently wearing... um, Workout leggings and rings. Workout leggings. Rings so and like, like um, kind of like, pants? well, yeah, yoga, yoga pants. pants. Okay, so yeah. Um, but Ilya was also very specific. He talked about how they have like lines and patterns and vents. And it's like, it's not meant for the activity that you're doing. So why are you wearing it, basically? And Is he bothered because he's distracted? He's, See, I, that's what it sounds <laughs> like yeah. to me. I would have more yeah. of the opposite. I'd be like, man, more girls need to be wearing fucking yoga yeah. pants. This is bullshit. They used to be my favorite part about Boulder. But the the point of this was um, you kind of want to dress for, you know, you want to be practical in a sense. You don't have to necessarily dress for the occasion, but in a sense you do. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when I train, I wear specific clothes. When I'm outside, I wear other clothes. Um, same concept. <laughs> or showing up in your sweat sweatpants or like pajamas at school. Mm. Well, that were you guys mm. people who went to school in their pajamas? No, that's but that wasn't even a yeah. thing. That's like yeah. a thing now. You said yeah, you did. That, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I don't like, understand. How old, how old are you? You're in 42, your 40s. 41. Yeah, so you got yeah. you know 11 years on this guy. It's a yeah. different generation. Yeah. Just I think I was a part of Pueblo because you also had one of the highest teenage pregnancy rates in the nation and. But it's also typically when a girl is pregnant at fourteen, she's coming in wearing pajamas. Cause yeah, but I think it's also culture. Cause like in Italy, you would yeah. never do that. You never right. see that. Well, it, it's, it's like it, this, we're so casual. Here. Dudes yeah. that wear sure. sweats out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I get it if you were just playing something. But I mean, mm-hmm. I know guys who wear sweats like. Yeah. Or if you know, in between things, you got to do you know multiple things. That's the same thing as yeah. fucking those. Uh, um, what are those lame shoes that everybody wears? Oh, Crocs. Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even allow those in here. Like, <laughs> people who wear it's Crocs in here, it becomes a problem. We have to, like, they get their yeah. ass kicked usually. It's I feel just like I've like, seen someone with Crocs here before. Oh, uh, let but me know. I haven't seen them since. Yeah. They're like, they're like, they're like They've been <laughs> slaughtered. Oh, that's how it used to be when Jesse came in with Crocs, and I right. fucking you laid it tore him up. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was, someone else came in, and I was Phil. just... Was it, is it, is that was his name? Phil? Yeah, Morning. maybe. Maybe he he told me about it on the uh, uh, the Thanksgiving thing we had here uh-huh. when him and his girl were here. He was in there. He was telling me about it. He was like, he was like, yeah, I'm, I fucked up one time. I wore Crocs in here. <laughs> he's like, Eric laid it me so hard. He's like, he's like, I'll never wear Crocs again. Yeah. Uh, so what's the argument against them? They're just ugly. Well, to me, a Croc <laughs> is like saying I've given up. 
<laughs> you know, like I'm throwing in the towel. Which like, is kind of like showing up in your sweatsuit mm-hmm. to some gathering or whatever. But I'm always thinking about this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this, is, this is my thing. It's like, especially with footwear, what if you have to run? Like, you know, I know people chill out, walk in their flip-flops, and, um, and that's cool. But for me, I'm always like looking at, okay, what if I had to do something? The only thing you can do in flip-flops is fucking chill. The only thing you can do in Crocs is be a fucking puss, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's like less than chilling, right? Right. Yeah. So, I, You know what? It just reminded me of this argument once I heard about, like, uh, it's kind of like, a, it makes sense, though, but about talismans. And I was like, what's the logic of wearing something on a necklace. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, that's just some stupid ornament. You right. know what I mean? It doesn't do anything. You know, and, you know, people who think and believe in magic are, you know, dumb backwards people or whatever. But the argument was like, when you wear a suit, um, it does something to mm-hmm. your mind. Right. Right. When you wear sweatpants and a, you know. But you you see it in the gait in people. You see it in the posture. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see it in all of that. Yeah, you yeah. see somebody in a suit and they shrink a little bit. You know, they collapse. There, there's not as much structure. Uh-huh. You see somebody in a suit, y'all. Right. Some see. And, and the idea was that the straight. suit makes you stand up straighter. Mm-hmm. Right. Like something about putting yourself together. Right. I mean, I, you know, that's another thing. And being I'm, uncomfortable as fuck. So you're like Jesus, yeah. man. I'm just gonna. Oh yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I've never even worn a suit to be honest. Like a sport jacket. It's been a long the, time for uh, me, but in the in the army, um, have you do that? army we had to, and then just there was like one or two other times, you know, like wedding court mm-hmm. those things. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm like so casual. Like I would do a I would do a, a sport jacket and a, like a nice black shirt yeah. underneath, and and then. Uh, Pants, tennis shoes, yeah, like nice tennis shoes. You know, it's like a generational thing. I feel yeah, like dress shoes or tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, um, but there's a thing about like uh, we're so casual, mm-hmm. we've like lost all formal. Like that's the thing about Italy. I would imagine is that I mean, when, you know, actually I've been there and people dress like fucking so good there. It's crazy. <laughs> they like to dress like, up, yeah. But even yeah. that stuff, though, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a utility guy. That's right. how I look at everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. so, so suits, in those you little suits, suit. yeah, you I mean, suit. you can't. You're not James fucking <laughs> Bond. Uh, right. You know, it's like slippery. <laughs> the shoes you know, are slippery. The shoes well, you are might slippery. have uh, a stretchy material type yeah, you, of suit. You know, yeah, right, but then you start to get, the... you know, into those really expensive suits. Right, right. right. So let's talk uh-huh. average guy suit. Uh-huh. I don't so, know. So, so you're on utility. And a tie. You can uh, choke the fuck but, out but then, of So where's the difference, on. though? Because, like, a sweatpants are, are utility. You can do anything in sweatpants. So then See, where's the, you know? Yeah, there's a... But this is the thing. Like, think about rolling. It's cool when you're rolling hard, but it doesn't look sloppy. It's way different when you're rolling hard and it looks sloppy. Like, even if we're rolling hard and you... Let's say we're rolling hard and we're just going fast and you kind of bust me in the face, whether I turn into your elbow, you bust me in the face, mm. but it looks good, right? The attack was there, everything's tight, and it was just two points colliding. Right. That's way more acceptable than if you're going hard and shit sloppy and you just start hitting, you know, and you don't know where your arms are. Then it's less, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's less acceptable. It's sloppy. It's opening up. It's, 
Yeah, and that's no means a date You just to you. like to bring up the same <laughs> example every time, no, so it's well, cool. It could be a knee. It could be it's anything. It's fine. I'm just saying a collision. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I it's, feel that way when I do something clumsy yeah. in here. You know, someone fucked up But my that really wasn't. <laughs> that was no but dig. I feel that way. The that subconscious. Maybe. <laughs> that it's like a signal of something. Yeah. Like you're not, um, you're doing something wrong yeah. when you're clumsily you know, hurting someone else, rolling, well, right? Like there's something... I wouldn't necessarily say like wrong. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, well, I'm like, saying, okay. like think about this. This is kind of the way that I look at it, right? Is like an AK-47 is a killer weapon. You can drag it through mud. You can fucking fire it wherever it's reliable. It's powerful. It's hard, you know, and then you have an M16 and that's back in my days. I mean, I know they got different weapons now, but um, in the military and the M16 was, you know, more fragile. There was more pieces to it. You had to mm -hmm. clean it more. You couldn't drag it through a mud but puddle. But what's the benefit of it? So the precision, mm -hmm. right? You look at an M16, it just looks cooler, right? right? AK. So this is how it was explained to me. Um, and I can't remember if I read it or if somebody had said this to me. Um, but the impact was them saying it to me, you know, that's how I took it. And so they were saying that the AK is a fantastic weapon, that it's because of its reliability and its stopping power and its, you know, just ruggedness, ruggedness, mm -hmm. it's a fantastic weapon. Mm -hmm. But he's like, that's the weapon of a yeoman. He's like, and that's an like, M16. How would you define a yeoman? Like, not the professional soldier, not the... Fucking person like a, who's the farmer. Who like yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. The conscripts, right, uh -huh. that are brought into yeah, the military, right, right. right? And so he's like, the M16 is a precision weapon. He's like, that's the professional's choice, right? That's when okay. everything is like your choice of doing that, you know. And so it really had an impact in the regards that one isn't necessarily better than the other mm -hmm. right as well, far cost, as it's it's a, it's a cost yeah but it becomes a, a mentality though right right when you've got precision you look cleaner i mean think of us as a military there's no way we'd be doing what is going on in ukraine no way everything that we do is precise as a military we take painstaking like you know time and put ourselves at risk to not involve any you know population or um, what do they call it? Uh, the casualties. Uh, uh, right, casualties of war. Or, uh, uh, the, oh, we had the word before casualties. Yeah, what civilian. Is, casualties? Yeah, there's civilian casualties, but it's um, um, non necessary. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I right. forgot which. But, so bring right. it back then, like so uh, to sloppiness. So right? so then again, like, you then look at right. Stuff, it comes right? it comes back to how you present yourself, right. and I don't necessarily think so. It's sweatpants versus right suit. because. When do you see the somebody? The M16, correct. The, the sweatpants, right? In life, I mean, sweatpants. If you're like walking out onto the field, let's say as a team, mm -hmm. and everybody looks the same, and maybe their sweats, that fits that moment of precision and professionalism. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's kind of an attitude with it. But where in life, besides that very small place in competition, do you see somebody wearing sweatpants where they represent it? You know, even the, the Goombas, right, in yeah. New York that kind of, you know, that's at least what in my mind, because I used to call Danny that when he would wear his kind of sweat track suit. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but they're still somewhat nice though they're really nice because I mean, they got the like shoes with it everything is right, pressed it's like a nickel, well thought out <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's a well thought out deal but you still wouldn't see them like that would be more of their casual wear but you wouldn't see them i'm sure i mean i don't know i'm speculating going to a meeting with other bosses or other crews or something like that in that typically mm-hmm. you would probably see them like presenting the movies, themselves a right? little bit they more well but were you going to carry a, a firearm in it i right. guess you know you could have it where it's, and over, it's just but, not sharp enough yeah it's not you don't look not, as good yeah. but so i think i'm saying the same thing like so so an m16 <clears throat> even through i don't know how to put it like what it looks like even the because you say so you've even derived some meaning out of it. You're but saying, but the feel that, of it, like okay. when when you're when you're firing one of those types it of weapons, feels more precise, it feels precision, but less rugged. With a would you would AR, you, uh-huh. you feel it. And you just want to pop 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 pop. Just mm. pull that trigger. Okay. You know, right. like right. you're you know with an so M16, you you're squeezing pants, it. You just want to, and when you wear a suit, but, but it's even the mentality. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying. That's what yeah, I'm saying. it's so the, like the squeeze, slowly mm. squeeze that trigger. Right. Again, with another type of weapon, you might just be like mm. pulling. Well, so how much then? Fucking, how much then in our in in the, mentally at least? Right. So then, how much in our culture does the fact that everybody's so casual that makes it everybody I think, like a little well, sloppier? This is right? where I think, <laughs> like, when we look at physical fitness, right? Mm. It's Dude, I seriously think that that mindset is horrible for people. And I'm not, I mean, you know, this is me pretty much all the time. But you you have a mindset of how you carry yourself. And I think mm-hmm. the more, like, sloppy you're letting yourself go, yeah. like, you'll the more sloppy you're going to let everything, yeah. you know, kind of go. Yeah. Um, so and I think it some, carries. And there is something to, like, what you wear actually affecting how you think. The thing you use affects how you think mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like for sure so it does things to your mind it's yeah. not only like some phys- oh it's just they're just sweatpants because that's someone would say oh they're just sandals they're just sweatpants they're comfortable you're right yeah you know what i mean but the thing to understand is how how does it like affect uh the, the, the way you think and hold yourself and stuff yeah, yeah. even my gi man this is like yeah real like my gi right now is all torn i need to get a new gi i've been mm-hmm. just you know, for whatever reason, I need to get it. Um, but it's got patches on it, and it looks. I was thinking about this the other day. It looks sloppy, and so I was like, "God damn, man! I wonder if I was filming me right now, if I would look sloppy." Because when you have a nice new fitting gi that's pretty yeah. crisp and clean, you feel better. You mm-hmm. roll better. Yeah. You're, you know, a yeah. little bit more. Again, mm-hmm. you carry yourself different. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, to go on the other side of it, like Jack White, when he played, I don't know if how true is this or how long he did it, but when he was in the White Stripes, he played a plastic Walmart guitar that was like 30 bucks. That was his guitar. And he has a, he has a great interview on Conan. Conan used to have a, sh- a show where he interviewed people for a few hours, just at a table or whatever. And he, uh, he said he liked how hard it was to play. Because it made him, like, get in the right mindset. Like, it wasn't easy. He couldn't just, you know, some guitars are just like butter. And it's just amazing how they feel. But that one, the strings are all, you know, mm-hmm. hard to push down. And it and it doesn't work right. It sounds like shit. Slides off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. And he wanted that difficulty out of it. 
to make him play better and get in like the zone, right? Uh, you know, so there's there's almost an opposite thing there. I don't know. Maybe that's the MC or the the AK or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it might get too. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. You know, yeah, yeah he I wanted mean, it to be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, what else you got? You got some more? Yeah. Can I use your phone so I don't have to keep? Yep. Wait. What else? Was on why, why else do people suck so bad? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with these motherfuckers? <laughs> what the fuck's up? <laughs> um, driving slow in the left lane. And again, I'm just saying these are like the things you just, right. I just wonder what the fuck's wrong with this Again, person. it's consideration. Like I don't get mad. I'm not like right, somebody who sure. gets like. Yeah, you're you like, know, what like, the fuck? That's right. what I, right. Like, you get behind them. God damn it. Yeah. Or you just see driving you, 10 like, under the speed right. limit. So I get so the one I like. This is the best principle I've heard. Is it was from Maynard, and he said for driving you should never be in anybody's way. He was like the first rule is like you don't hurt anyone. That's rule number one in driving. And then rule two is you never be in anyone else's way. And what a good you know that should be one of Jordan's you know twenty eight rules for life or whatever. You know what I mean? Never be in someone's way at the grocery store. Don't leave your car in front of them. Mm. Don't sit there at the light when there's a bunch of people having to go. You know what I mean? Don't, you know what I mean? Think about where other people are. Right. You know? And don't be in their way. <laughs> people are oblivious, man. They literally right. are. It's like a selfish thing to be all, you know. Do you wonder if it's, because I wonder with a lot of these, what the fuck's up? Is it intentional? Or is it just being oblivious, kind of caught up in your own space or i think i thought a lot of it i was oh, gonna ask that because I, I i i've been thinking this to myself i've i've had this thought several times but very recently i've been noticing it happen a lot where you're driving and it, it i think it's the polish roadblock essentially is, is what i'm <laughs> learning now but uh somebody will be like on your tail at a point and then you're just like, there's nowhere for you to go. There's maybe a car in front of you or something, but they're like pissed at you. And you see it in the way that they're like speeding up behind you. Yeah, and they'll push go you. around you and get in that one space. Yep, then they, then they block this lane off and you try to like get behind them. Then they slow down and they start playing this game yeah. where they're trying to keep you trapped. So you can't fucking pass. You're behind them. And then as the right lane will open up sometimes, I'll swing all the way over there to go and try to cut around and you see them speed up and try to meet and try to block you off, you know. <laughs> so that's going over the edge at that point. That happens you know I mean? to me like... <laughs> more than I would care to admit on Hampton. Like yeah. when I'm, specifically yeah. when I'm coming home from class, like I'll, yeah. I'll be going down Hampton and yeah, people mm. are just like playing games on the road. Yeah. And maybe you're on his ass first, though. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'm the culprit and I don't even realize it. I wonder that too. I'm like not on a lot either, of these, <laughs> you know, uh, I wonder if it's like, oh, am I doing that same? I mean, I'm no, I, I'm not leaving carts and shit. Right. But well, how, about, how about stuff. when, when uh, someone cuts in front of you, like they get, you know, like say there's only a one lane to exit and that person that goes in the left lane all far and then goes in the front. And they do that, and you're all pissed. Yeah. And then <laughs> 10 minutes later, there's like another line, and you're like, oh, I could get out. And you do the same thing. <laughs> I don't mind if someone does that as long as 
they do it. I think they deserve it. Yeah. Like if you do it and you're like and it's smooth. Oh well, you know that's I mean? how it and should you, be. And it goes whoop. Yeah, like, exactly. That's I mean, how that's it the be. law. You gotta have all right to go all the way to the end. Yeah. And that's the other thing. And about merge. It. It's right. It's yeah. just that people don't let other people merge, and then the mergers stop. Right. I just fucking And go. then those people got to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to hit your car. So the, I put not. the same thing with like, don't be in anyone's way. You yeah. have to be aggressive enough to deal with, with that. You know yeah. what I mean? You have to keep going. Because once you yeah. stop, then everybody else has to let you in. Yeah. And then that backs everybody up. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole flow yeah. gets up. So you do need to be aggressive enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like, to and the person who sees you yeah. coming mm-hmm. needs to be cool enough to be like every other car, right? Right. That person goes, yeah. this person goes, yeah. you know, and right. so it's. Ugh, people yeah. don't do that. People down. pass from the right and like the zipper, they're man. trying to squeeze right? in zipper. three cars. The zipper. It's yeah. just zi- for yeah. every zips other together. car. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. It works exactly like a zipper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but people are, that's where you yeah. really got to say, what the fuck? I think that's on there, on mine, is people not letting like, other people merge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, so what I'm hearing a lot of this is like, uh, what pisses you off is like people not doing what they're supposed to do. It's like a moral well, thing, like an ethical thing. No, it's got nothing to do with that. Really? I probably have, you know, like <laughs> some is. people probably think I have like low morals. You, you know? I don't think that's true at all. Just people being purposely sloppy. <laughs> I'm just saying like an inconsiderate. Here's the thing. Cause I, I asked the question like, Again, is it intentional? Because if it's intentional, if someone's a dick, man, that puts them in a different ballgame. If someone's oblivious, it's still not necessarily excusable. It's not like, oh, well, that person's Mm -hmm. just oblivious. It's like you got to get your fucking head in the game. Mm -hmm. But you you get a a pass. But how many passes? Did they get 10 passes that day? Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if you're getting 10 passes that day and you're just oblivious, at that point it's pretty much like you're culpable well right and at least you could look at the guy who's being a dick and have more respect Mm -hmm. and say oh well he's just a dick Mm -hmm. right and he knows he's a dick Mm -hmm. but he'll be a dick i mean i i much more respect somebody like that Mm -hmm. that just says fuck you i'm not gonna put my shopping cart back suck a dick you're like all right (laughs) you know okay well versus somebody who just gets led you know what i'm saying that just gets pulled whatever direction Mm -hmm. it goes because Mm -hmm. then they're not you know, exercising really right. any choice. And so right. if you're just oblivious like 10 Sometimes times a day. Because the guy that's a dick still considered the other person and mm. then made a choice. So it's, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just a one-way mm. street on consideration. But at least you at least you know, and at least, at least for me, I can respect somebody making a choice, right? I mean, that's what I think is what's... So it's, See, better to all be the evil, people, it's better to be wrong and conscious of it than to be unconscious of things. Well, you know? like better to be. The, like, well, maybe you also have more material to work with if you're wrong and conscious because you've like you're not in denial about what mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah. So we're saying it's like better to be like there's some trade off there. Yeah. Like, it's better to be your opposition. I mean, again, I have more respect for mm-hmm. if you and I had an issue mm-hmm. and you were like, look, man, fuck you. I think you're a dick. And <laughs> you know, like Jordan was just wavering either way. When he talks to me, he's like, fuck, Justin is such a dick. <laughs> right. But then when he talks to you, he's, you know, like, fuck Eric, such a dick. Well, you know what I'm saying? You I just much think they all are. trust you more than I would trust yeah, him because 
Well, you so think I'm a dick. Okay, yeah. well, we could we can work within that. Yeah. You're an asshole. I'm an asshole. Great. I, that's what I really liked about Trump mm-hmm. is, you know, you when know, we take it politically. Was. Yeah, he kind of was like what he was. I like the weird deception acting theater stuff. But that's why I was I was making the point with the with the pandemic. Like, because we keep getting, for one, into the conversation of, is it intentional? Right. Or is it just people being unconscious? Mm-hmm. Right. And then what's worse? Yeah. You know? The unconscious uh-huh. is, in my mind, is you way just, worse. Because just, it's like, look, you don't even have the fucking balls to make a choice. You can't yeah. even, right. you know. Oh, shit, <laughs> was that the dog? Yeah. <laughs> Brought one of my dogs today. He's under the table. I just got to bring snacks. Bring I feel like I kind of fucked that thing up, and I'm really sorry. And <laughs> well, I didn't no, because both, of you, you, both of, of you don't want to really eat anything but meat and veggies so or fruit. Well, I'm down for whatever. So, <laughs> so if you guys just want to bring me things, ingredients to make something out of it, well, that's cool. I'll do it. You know what I haven't been doing since I've been doing this is like really any kind of snacking. Since the so you, since the dieting. Yeah. Well, since like yeah, a, just kind of switching. Uh, you know, more meat. Yeah. You're working still towards meat and fruit. I'm pretty much meat, things. fruit, a little bit of vegetables. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still like. Things like that. And so I'll, you're not hungry for a snack throughout the day or whatever? You know, like this is kind of what I've noticed is that I'm always a little bit hungry, but I'm easily like satiated. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. It seems like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm eating. I bet there's some sugar things happening, right? With yeah. That? Like what do they call that when you like have a drop or whatever? The uh, blood sugar issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like if you eat a lot of sugars, mm-hmm. then oh yeah, you have the yeah you have crashes. The crashes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've been doing um, everything in bacon grease since yeah. we talked. Whatever. <laughs> you know, um, and butter. I mean, I always use butter all the time. <coughs> throw but, uh, all the vegetable oil out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't throw it out, but you know, throw it out. <laughs> right. I mean, we still use all, all olive oil, but like you're saying, it's not even olive oil. I mean, uh-huh. it's probably not. Yeah, yeah well, it's probably like uh-huh. cut. Uh, right. right, at least cut. More than likely right. cut. Yeah, yeah. And, and to a low percentage. But still, so you know, <laughs> I did some collard greens and some bacon grease. That was that's good. Yeah, bacon <laughs> grease, <laughs> right? It's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I like bacon grease actually the Especially most. Especially if you yeah. add bacon yeah. pieces to it. Ooh, ooh. right. Okay. <laughs> See, you're on top of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like bacon infused bacon grease. All the scrapings on the. Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was just saying, just putting bacon in your greens, but yeah, that's oh, in the greens. great, great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so we got some more in there. Keep going. See what else we got? <laughs> okay, the next one, and this is like, did you guys didn't hear this until I brought this up, right? The Polish roadblock. I had it. I knew, but we talked like a yeah. couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. I was like, "What is that?" <clears throat> okay, uh, right. And, and so, you hadn't heard it either. I never heard the term. No. Yeah. Uh, you didn't hear it either? I heard it from Amanda. That was pretty probably heard it from me. <laughs> That's racist. Against. Yeah, it's a generational thing, I guess. But the Polish roadblock. Mm-hmm. Man. So that's I mean, just when two cars are like going the same speed. And they're both going slow. Uh, right. right? They're like, and then they it's literally it. like they're pace cars almost. Right. Holding up mm. the whole fucking traffic. Right. And yeah. you got 
You don't know. Road in front. That's weird too, because for me, maybe of my antisocialness, I never want to be like the <laughs> at the right front. There. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be a little in front, a little behind. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like uh, you know? well, it could stagger where you're like right. still at, right. on there. But I would notice that. You yeah. know, like yeah, I never want to be right next to someone <laughs> <laughs> because you're. I mean. You have to try to match the speed, right? So you would exactly. It takes you intention. Notice that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, then, why is this then, person then, matching yeah, my and then speed? I'm thinking they're thinking about me, like that I'm like, trying to match their speed or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> well, it, and it's almost like they're the do-gooders, you know? Like those are the mask wearers when you don't need to wear masks, <laughs> right? <laughs> because they're gonna follow the speed limit. They're gonna be like, it's 35 miles. Oh, an and hour. then they're like holding everybody yeah. back. They're like, oh, these speeders back there. Oh wow, I bet there are people like that. I, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. they're like, we are going to. Demonstrate. <laughs> right, you're making it unsafe. You gotta go the speed limit. I mean, he ain't wearing a mask in the car, but he's definitely the guy that's like, he'll, he'll like freak out, put his hand on my mom while she's driving if she starts like even getting within, you know, I don't know, 10 feet of the car in front of her. To mm, not tailgate or whatever. He just he like thinks it's way closer than it is a lot of times. Oh, he's like freaked out about yeah, it. Yeah, or that like, she's going faster than she mm-hmm. is. I mean, I think like, Good car length is pretty acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I just another thing. coming to a There's red light. Like, she has to, you know, oh, everybody's coming to a stop anyway. <laughs> right. So she, but if she's, oh, okay. So he's one of those guys that you got to be way back <laughs> yeah. when there's a red light. Even there's a stop. car in front. Yeah. There's, like, six car lengths. Yeah. <laughs> <Doesn't, laughs> that does make you say, what the fuck? I always chalk it up to this, is that that person's got, like, a depth perception perception issue. Right, right, That's what I try right. to tell myself because I'm like, why the fuck would they stop you need to justify six car lengths in between the next car, right? right. right? Mm, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, right. I get it if you were maybe learning how to drive a stick and you're like, okay, well, I need a little space. Right. Okay, I get that. Or you have fucked up, you had a you know traumatic brain injury and all of a sudden depth perception is off for you. But otherwise, I can't really think of another fucking reason. Maybe you're older. Or maybe you don't know how to approach stop signs. So you try to... Or you're on your phone <laughs> and you just like, you know, you're like, uh, you know, and they're not even looking. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, is, it, is, it is weird. Yeah. It's another one of those, what the fuck are people thinking? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Or are they not? Again, I think it's the not that bothers me the most. Yeah. Right? Well, right. they are thinking, but of the things... That they don't Maybe they might just be about. in fucking. Yeah, I wonder if people yeah. like sometimes do you like I'm a people watcher. So I just watch people's <laughs> manners and, you know, mannerisms, just how they deal with things. And I really wonder, I mean, like you see people like in their phone walking and I'm just like. What the fuck is going on with mm-hmm. you know, I saw a guy I saw what the fuck on the way here, I didn't even realize it. Um, a dude was skateboarding in the lane of the street. And like he may have had headphones on, you know, and he's just not even looking behind him on Colorado Boulevard. Colorado <laughs> Boulevard. The? the right lane of Colorado Boulevard. Yeah. That like, is what, what the that, fuck. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like At least you know? take your headphones off. I don't know. Like get out of <laughs> the street. But, that, don't, that's don't, but that's what I'm that. saying. Yeah, Are people that. thinking no because <laughs> you know, you can't hear a car honk. You, you know Yeah. But even like, even without the headphones, you know, someone's gonna you know, you're gonna just depend, just rely on these idiots on the street. You're right, they have you. to you know? avoid me. 
So right. it's their job to figure it out. It's like, well, right. they have Angel employees lands. that pick up the carts from the parking lot. So <laughs> they have to take care of that. So yeah, would, it is putting it on what would be board. like a cool, like if you were the decider, right? What would be like a cool, acceptable, not too harsh of a punishment for something <laughs> like that? Honking really loud <laughs> as you go next to him. <laughs> so freak Smith falls off his retribution. Because <laughs> yeah, I had somebody do that, and I literally had. So you remember Danny, right? Mm. Pretty big guy. There was this guy Ed that was with us, that was like, let's see, I'm trying to somebody who. I mean, he make he would make Colin look small. So big fucking dude, and um. We're cruising down to, and this was in my WRX, right? So we're cruising down, and this guy on the skateboard is right in front of us. And I can't remember what road. It was a semi-busy road. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, we're going, I'm going behind him for a few, giving him like, okay, maybe he didn't notice me. I give him a little beep, and he keeps riding. And, you know, he's being this fucking dick, and it's single lane. So we get down to the stop sign, and I said something to him. I'm like, it's guys like you that get your fucking ass kicked. Right. And he's like, what are you going to fucking do? And Danny and Ed, because Danny's this fucking, you know, like <laughs> crazy fucking dude, are already out of the fucking car. <laughs> right. I'm like, dude. And he was just some punk fucking kid, you know, right. I'm like, man, you should just be considerate of other people, uh, you know, right. to, to some degree. Right. And what if some assholes behind you who's like going to go fast and you fuck up, right? You, right. you hit something yeah. and you go face planning and they yeah. hit you, you know, right. it's your fault. It's not their fault, but they're going to be, you yeah. know, right. Yeah. And you're not a car. That's cool. the thing about bikers riding in, mm. you know, the street. Yeah. Again, I'm an right. avid biker, but right. I try so to ride in it, bike lanes. Is it or, punishment yeah, or is it just letting people know with the, you know, with, enough impact or weight to it that it makes them yes. it makes them well, understand so this is what i was thinking i agree with you right <clears throat> i was thinking wouldn't it be cool if you just had like a fucking you know paintball gun and you just you know like shoot them <laughs> right so does everybody get a paintball gun yeah, like then, does every car then you got <laughs> And you just distribute justice. <laughs> You're gonna use three paintballs each day. I don't know. I see that taking a bad turn very quickly. <laughs> uh, Water balloons, maybe. We used to go by yeah. way back in the day, and we'd be fucking with people with those super soakers in the summertime. So that's what you, know, you need. Yeah, you get a super soaker, and come up to a turn lane, right? And people are there with their windows down, and just. Yeah, you'd get people chasing you though. Mm. Some people would get pissed. <laughs> Put some like cheese whiz in there. Right, just all over their windshield. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can't see it crash. <laughs> no, you thin it out with some water, so it's like it creates a film. Yeah, I see. <laughs> it's just annoying. Uh, yeah. All right, let's do another one. Again, you guys can. Throw yours in there. So we address we address Polish roadblocks. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is one. People <laughs> letting their kids touch the fucking produce, mm. right, in the store. Yeah, it's like, look, 
<laughs> we get it. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah. kids are snotty. They got their yeah, hands, hands everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like... I would have been reamed for that as a kid. Yeah, like, right. That's, yeah. And that's appropriate. Yeah. Right. I used to give my dad <laughs> shit because I was a pretty bad kid but he would fucking yank on my ears oh, and so I'm like dude yeah. that's why my ears stick out because you fucking pulled those things out <laughs> jeez you must uh, have been breaking all the rules that's great yeah, that's hilarious <laughs> yeah but I, there was no way that would have Mm. even been tolerated right and, and my dad wasn't like a super disciplinary guy mm. but there was a few things like having manners was mm-hmm. you know yeah like i had to say yes sir no sir i mean it wasn't even have to it's just that's what you learned you yeah. know growing that's up dope. I yeah. like that. but that got me out of so much trouble mm-hmm. in high school um like the honors english teacher was this you know kind of craggy old you know older lady you know she like kind of ruled with the iron fist and um you know she was like a pretty hard teacher and so i had a what we called um care unit so care unit is when you get busted at school for drinking or drugs or some you know shit like that so i had to go to this care unit for however many weeks i can't remember but anyway it was before school and you had to go once or twice a week and um you know, so, you, I don't know, it was an hour before school started, right? Mm-hmm. And so she's all carrying her books, struggling. She's just getting out of her car, you know, and she's got this big old stack of books that she's carrying and trying to maneuver. And, you know, so for me, I was just like what I was taught, you know, just, mm-hmm. oh, Miss Man, can I carry, you know, and I didn't even have her at this point. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. even know her really mm-hmm. besides who she was. And um, can I carry your books for you? And, uh, you know, like grabbed her books, I shut her car door, I opened the school door, mm-hmm. you know, and walked her all the way to her cubicle and did all that. And from that moment on, I was like, literally untouchable. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. I was in care unit, and so the two ladies who ran care unit were um, also in the English department. One was the Spanish teacher and one was the French teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I would go into care unit fucking stoned all the time i went in there tripping on mushrooms and <laughs> that's they the said, place you go for and they were like eric you're so nice and polite but you can't be tripping in class right because mm-hmm. somebody had ratted not ratted me but right. made a joke that was loud yeah. enough uh-huh. right yeah. and so um yeah. it was untouchable like literally i think that's true mm-hmm. if a kid is at least respectful yeah then they're good you know, right. in people's eyes. Right. Yeah. But if they're not, little shits, you know? <laughs> like, so I have some kids like that. Like, there's some kids that when I, like, because I go to a house and I have my guitar and I bring an amp for my electric or whatever, and some kids are like, you know, oh, let me get the amp. And then over time, it's even a habit. They don't even say anything anymore. They just get it. Right. Now, one of them, like, brings it out to my car and then, like, starts playing with his friends outside. <laughs> so it's like sitting by the car. <laughs> but uh, that's dope, you know? Yeah. And then... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that is actually one of uh, Jordan Peterson's rules about like the, he's about kids. Like, don't let your kids like, be someone that dis- you wouldn't like. Don't dislike. Yeah, be someone that you dislike or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. 
Right. And that's like step one is like just teaching them to be respectful. Yeah. So adults, because like adults like want to, we want to like kids, you know? Right. But then if they're, if they're not polite and don't have good manners or whatever, yeah. it's easy for them to be like spoiled brats, right? Not caring about, you know, <laughs> I had a, I had some rehearsals um, at my house for the last show I did with a bunch of my students and I didn't know how to do it exactly at the time. And it was cold out, so I had to do it inside. And I was trying to have kids come in and out of the house. And then my music room's in the basement. So it ended up there's a bunch of kids upstairs, like unsupervised, like, you know, <laughs> eight, nine, ten year olds. And they were causing a fucking, like, you know, I didn't know any of this. I'm downstairs and I'd be like, okay, next, you know, come down, you know. Right. And, um, my girl got pissed. Like, they were up there yelling, jumping on the couch, hitting the walls and shit. And she fucking yelled at them, you know? She's like, hey! <laughs> and then the first thing is one of these kids that may, doesn't have the best manners. He goes, I wasn't doing nothing. I wasn't doing nothing. I'm just sitting here. I was just sitting here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so there are some kids. Then when they don't, you know, it is it is hard. Like they, It just, like, gets on your nerves. Yeah. You know what I mean? When they're not respectful. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. One of them, uh, um, like, uh, uh, like recently got like kicked out of school. How old is this kid? Um, <laughs> Ten. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, he's like, uh, he was like, I just defended myself, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. It was like right at the end of the lessons, I put down my guitar. I was like, what happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got kicked out of school for defending yourself? You know, I was like, tell me the story. And he wouldn't say anything. He's like. He was just like, oh, I just defended myself. Some kid called him the B word, he said. And he's like, oh, I just, def-. and I was like, what'd you do? You know, what'd you say? Did you hit him? You know, like, what happened? And he wouldn't tell me. What's the B word? Bitch? Bitch, I'd probably, yeah. But he wouldn't Butthole. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did some shit. He did some shit. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> That's where you should have been like, were you acting like a little bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you think, oh, think he's making it up? Yeah, something like that was going on. Something like that was going on. There was like lying happening. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, you know, oh, they just, he said, they just, uh, they, they pick sides. But they kind of pick sides at that school or something. It sounded like something a parent may have said to him. Right. You know, like, oh, they just took the other kid's side. <laughs> <laughs> and kicked out, you know, not just suspended or like, oh, yeah. Out of the principal's uh-huh. office, like, kicked out. Hmm. Yeah, there's, not, there's more of that story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Is he, like, a cool kid, or is he, like... He's cool, but he's disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you get, like, when he's when he calms down, mm-hmm. you know, at first he would, like, battle me and shit. Right. You know what I mean? It took me a long time to get him to just respect some, like, you know? Mm-hmm. He would whine about shit. You know, that's what they do. Like, I sometimes there's some kids I have a hard time establishing those, like clear boundaries about like when i'm here we're doing it this way like some of them are hard oh yeah and they'll like everything's like but 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 you know and like whining about shit you know and not paying attention oh that's some adults like that yeah yeah yeah. well that's horrible yeah when an adult still has like little kid shit like that kind of little kid stuff right Mm -hmm. but i mean they're all pretty are they all young or these ones are the ones that yeah yeah. right yeah the high every high school kid mostly is pretty respectful that i've seen i mean but that's mm -hmm. the process right you have to like help shape their right yeah and it is hard like you know honestly like 
my son's not the most respectful just because like with strangers and stuff because he's the unconscious one mm-hmm. i'm always like dude man you got to be like aware of what's going on around you right you know, all the time constantly right. you know with just easy shit like saying bye when yeah. he leaves the house right people say bye and he won't even respond like right. dude you know stuff like that you know yeah. and, and he's just in his own head and i get it he's in his own head and he's shy and you know um but yeah so yeah, you got to learn that shit. It took me a while to learn some of those things, mm-hmm. you know? Like, even, like, with the dressing uh, and the looking good aspect, you know, I had this view, like, I, I... So, this was one of the turning points, is I went to a movie during the day with a girlfriend mm-hmm. in sweatpants and a fucking... And she was looking good. And I remember being there, mm-hmm. and, like, some guys were, like, looking at her or whatever, and I felt sloppy, you know what I mean? I, like, just... I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, I felt it, you know? <laughs> And so what it did for me, I must have heard in a movie or something, was like, you make yourself look good out of respect for other people. Because you make them uncomfortable. You know, if your hair's all fucked up or you mm. stink, yeah. you know what I mean? You're making yeah, you got to at least make an effort. Yeah, right? you make other people, like, uncomfortable. And, like, <laughs> it's, it's for other people. It is for yourself, too. Yeah. You know, like we were saying earlier. But it's also for others, you know? Yeah. So well, well, and it sets like somebody said this to me um, when we we're talking about you know early scamdemic stuff <laughs> way back in the day, right? <laughs> and they were talking about being overweight. And so what I was saying is, I'm like, look, the issues and diseases that we have attributed to being overweight far outnumber anything to do with you know um, COVID. And you guys are flipping out about, you know, all of this bullshit, trying to impose, you know, vaccines and, and that kind of stuff. I guess so, you know, so not too terribly long ago. But and they're like, yeah, but you can't get, you know, like somebody can't give somebody else fat, like mm-hmm. being overweight, mm-hmm. like you can COVID. And I'm like, that is the biggest fucking crock of shit ever because how you are influences people. And so if there's... 20 fat people and you know and i'm not dissing somebody for being fat i'm saying it's it's body composition it's what you call it right so there's 20 of those people and you've got one person who's not it's more likely that that one person who's not is gonna start to get fat than the Mm -hmm. 20 fat people start Mm -hmm. to lose weight you you know and so it does influence people it does so how you are Mm -hmm. you know if everybody you know like was sloppy and mm-hmm. didn't really care how they look that you're around, you know, you start to yeah. let it go a little bit, right? Yeah. You're like, okay. Well, aren't, don't they say you're the average of the people you hang out with or mm. surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. That's interesting because you'd yeah. have like some extremes on each end, but you kind of end up in the middle. Yeah. It reminded me of there's something called sympathetic resonance. Like if you have a tuning fork mm. that's tuned to a certain note, and then you have another one that's tuned to the same note. You can just like hit this one and get it like close. This one will start resonating, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like by just by being next to things, yeah. Brainwaves, even. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Have you yeah. been in a room full of people that are asleep and <laughs> you're trying to stay awake longer and it just doesn't work? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like right. attracts like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely been at sleepovers where everybody else is like knocked the fuck out and I'm wide awake and I end up like trying to. Play I'm not saying you can't do it or that there aren't. I'm I'm sure there's factors that play yeah. into that, but, but you can yeah, still I'm feel sure. the heaviness. Yeah. of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
definitely affected by people around you. Yep. What about fat vegans? That is that something that okay? <laughs> Dude, that that shit drives me Is it because of all the food they eat? The yeah. processed food? I, I don't know. I see it happen more than I think I would expect. Well, vegans know. are the largest animals in you know, in the world. <laughs> That's true. I mean, gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I see. Elephants okay. are too, uh-huh. aren't they? Yeah. Vegetarians. Maybe yeah. they eat bugs right. on occasion if they get... Yeah, I wonder. Because you get, like, deer eating birds and shit, right? That's a weird one. You seen that? Like, huh. Deer will, mm-hmm. like... They find, like, birds that, like, burrow, and they'll, like, stomp on them. They'll find it, and then they'll stomp and eat it. Those videos. Really? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. So they eat meat once in a while. So maybe they do eat bugs and stuff. That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Land lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I know, and they'll never. I think gorillas are the only true, like vegans, right? Like for primates, beca- or, yeah, because they uh, don't like a, they're not eating like swaths of things. I think they're eating more specific. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like saying? Stocky stuff, right? Like fibrous, right? But really but things stuff. that they're gonna, you know, kind of be able to pinpoint. Not where like an elephant is just scooping mm-hmm. a bunch of mm-hmm. grass and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eating it. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that the elephants aren't necessarily looking for mm-hmm. um, protein, right. you know, but yeah. inevitably, I would mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. But then, so I heard this with vegans as, as an analogy. Um, so, you know, because that was brought up, there was an argument that was brought up. Then why are gorillas so powerful? They're vegans, blah, blah, blah. But it's also the majority of a gorilla's day is spent on getting the nutrients it needs to sustain that, right? So eating is the majority of their day. Most, you know, like cows and stuff like that. Cows are strong too. Yeah. I think if you weigh 500 pounds, you're going to be pretty strong. (laughs) <laughs> they weigh a thousand you know? pounds. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. How big do gorillas get? Like, I don't know how uh, big gorillas get, right. but uh, yeah, you're gonna spend your whole day like chewing. eating. You're just chewing all day. Yeah, and so you <laughs> look at though for a vegan <laughs> to do it right with their stomachs. Yeah. I think they really have to put a lot of time into mm-hmm. their. It's um, funny because I thought you said that diet. as a joke that vegans are the largest animals in the world. They are. <laughs> I thought you meant like humans, like vegan humans, like humans. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was said at a perfect time for that. So <laughs> that's what I thought you were. Getting I'm just that. saying it doesn't surprise me when it. there's <laughs> like you know is that fat a thing? Do you vegans. think that's a thing that fat like vegans. Uh, that veganism leads to no mo- like... most of them are frail and super mm-hmm. skinny oh, is that, that right that's, okay. that's uh-huh. why it's like okay. it seems so silly to me because a lot of the the fat ones will argue that they're healthy and like they're losing weight and mm. but then at some point they like hit a plateau because they're still eating a shit ton mm. well um, but all the and, grains and shit are you know yeah. I mean like that's just all the fake meats, which are mostly processed seed oils, yeah. usually in a lot right. of those things. Um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of vegans that I know really. I mean, I think um, the two that train here, I think, do it pretty good mm-hmm. for, um, mm-hmm. you know, being pretty strict vegans. That's cool too, and they but, get they get challenged a lot too, right? Like, or they have in the past by you. And oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I still... I, I'm saying... But that's cool, because that'll, like, chisel... I think that they could chisel their, uh, definitely... <laughs> I, I don't think it's a... Me, personally, I don't think it's a performance diet. It, it's certainly, if you're looking at performances, and that's what I am looking at, right? Mm-hmm. Being 50, 
you know, there's a, you know, like um, mortality realization where you're like, oh, shit, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point where if I'm not, you know, at the top performance that I can be at given the things that I do, then I'm going to start to see a decline. And I'm not seeing a decline right now. I'm feeling, you know, strong in all the things that I'm doing. Um, I don't think a 50-year-old vegan will say that. I just don't. Um, there might but, uh, be an outlier, yeah. but I don't. I think that they'll be dealing with too many problems. I think bone density will start to mm -hmm. wane. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a huge believer in muscle mass, right? And I think muscle mass gives you protection, especially again at my age, when you know, when you guys are younger. Obviously, you still got a lot of time ahead of you. But I'm at that point where, being 50, if I don't go strong into 60 then as you start to get into that yeah, mode you get weaker right, right? and um, anything can like snowball that's the crazy thing right about right health, right and you right. like let go of one thing and then maybe the muscle and the and the flexibility and those kind of things yeah. just make everything like solid. well you so can not, take not any, i mean you can take uh, things any, you can fall yeah right and exactly yeah get back something up something will right you like can break that uh, if you yeah. get sick Mm -hmm. Right. You got something. If, if you're real thin and fragile and you get yeah. sick, mm -hmm. good luck. Where's your recovery? So, at? Um, so you got to have some substance to you. Yeah. I, I don't want to get stuck on the vegan thing, but why? What's the uh, why? Why? Why do they? Um, why are they vegan? Why? Yeah. Because you say performance It's not for yeah. performance. It's for compassion. Well, or sure. I think some people have been misled into thinking that. It's compassionate. Um, well, that no, some people that is performer. I think uh, some people have been so, misled. Um, with, that. That, with the people that are here, is that the argument? Do you guys? No, uh, that's uh, more um, like uh, for ethics. It is for ethics. Yeah, uh -huh. and yeah. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and actually, um, you know, she said a really cool thing, which I thought was great, and that was, I can't kill one so if i can't kill one then i don't think i deserve to be able to eat one mm. an animal mm -hmm. and i thought that was pretty i'm like okay mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. i get it yeah. you know because a lot of people are so detached mm -hmm. that that wouldn't necessarily right enter into that, their process even that of, view you know not to not to tear it down or whatever uh -huh. but even that view is also being disconnected sure you know what i mean because I think so. because we're we're uh right we're you know, blessed or whatever to be able to say, "Oh, I can't kill anything." Yeah, you know what but I mean? you but you right. still do unless mm -hmm. you unless you belong to a small right. right. co-op right. farm, yeah, and right. you know exactly what. It, mm -hmm. Like, if the farm is for profit, mm -hmm. animals are getting killed. That's right. just the facts. But then if it's, it's not like, for profit it's and this, it's a yeah. co-op, mm -hmm. you can mitigate that. It's it becomes this weird like. Mm -hmm. uh, have you ever done the? There's a website that's like. Uh, like firstworldprivilegefootprint.com or like, um, you know, and you like, you like put in like where you live and you, I forget like the questions that it asks. And then it shows you like how many slaves you employ around the world <laughs> or like how much, how much like animals, you know, are killed. Because, you know, yep. So it becomes this really weird because of the machine that we rely on to live, mm -hmm. right? It becomes this weird thing of like, what you're like participating in and you never see any of the things like so it's not just killing animals it's also you know either slave labor or giving labor to poor countries or you know, i mean who knows what's fucking going well, on well that's what's funny know? about all the righteous people you know who are standing up against 
you know, whatever their their position mm-hmm. while they're on their iPhones or right. you know they've got their yeah, Nikes yeah, yeah, yeah. on and right. it's like yeah, yeah. well, I mean it's well known that those things mm-hmm. are made with sweatshop labor and child labor and right. you know so and we're all like we gotta kind of yeah that's get off our high horse a little bit oh yeah yeah and that's one of the big things one of the big like reasons why we should bring you know if people are going to be like ethical bring production back to you know the united states or to some of these countries that would be more friendly to our values like you know guatemala or mexico or or, or mm-hmm. things like that where you could actually have a influence on you know mm-hmm. mitigating child labor mm-hmm. and you know and these crazy things i'm starting to think more and more it should be more just like people to people like the problem is the machine Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe. Like, you can look at it that way. Yeah. Um, and when you just buy your food at the grocery store, it's the plastic company that made mm-hmm. the plastic. It's the styrofoam company that, where did they get the chemicals? Yeah, for you're the not interacting with mind. all of those companies. Yeah, yeah you, you don't. Yeah. So if you had like a farmer, that guy that had meat or something, and then you can look at his farm, you could see, oh, how does he, well, you know, handle himself? Right. You know what I mean? I've been reading this book about art. I mean, I don't want to get like too into it, but like the the this guy worked at a museum, um, like for like ancient art kind of stuff, and uh, all the art's religious, right, um, from the past. And then the whole book's about how we don't understand, we don't understand it, right? Um, what it is, we don't understand what these things are, right, in our culture, or whatever. And and he really like advocates for the fact that he says for one that like art is art isn't a thing that someone makes it's the the knowledge by which we do things we make things and that back in the day it was all about i make something for you you know and then i make something for you and i do my best to make a beautiful thing whatever thing i make you know and and they're simple things you know there's also like this disconnect between what's art like we put this the artist at this like pedestal oh they're this person that gets to he's like so desi- deep. Yeah, yeah yeah he's so deep and, and and all they're doing is like expressing their self or whatever and then there's the rest of the lowly workers who they just they just like it they you know their their work sucks so bad that they need leisure time you know like you never in the past there was no you know there was people enjoyed their work so like he advocates for like a vocation rather than a job. But yeah, this whole thing about like making things for other people and then everybody's an artist, right? And so it makes, it makes the, it implies that even our culture, a whole system, the industrialized commerce, uh, consumerism, you know, and then all the stuff is like made of plastic and it's shitty and it breaks. Yeah, so it takes away the value. There's no value Just in like it. money, yeah. the well, more right, you, you make of it. Right, shit away. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you looked at something in, in this museum, he's this guy saying, you know, it's made out of jewels and, and mahogany wood and it's fashioned and, you know what I mean? That's like, you know, so that's, that's the stuff people used to have, right? So anyway, so like back to like a more, it's like a person to person thing. Like what happened was the manufacturing thing. Once someone was like, you know, maybe it's okay to a level, like an artisan could have interns or whatever and they help him produce enough for the community or whatever. Yeah, but once you have mass production. Yeah, but once you have mass production, some weird thing happens. Well, then disconnection, right? And that's what you wonder if these people that you're like, what the fuck are they thinking? You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, are they just disconnected? Is it like everything that we do 
disconnects mm-hmm. us. So, you know, a yeah. little bit more. I mean, mm-hmm. right. you know, when you see somebody walking down the road and they've got their head in their phone, I mean, they're just oblivious to their surroundings. You see them like almost walking out in the street. You, you know what I'm saying? They just put it in autopilot. Yeah, it's yeah. just exactly. Right. You're in autopilot. So what should so. you put in autopilot? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, you know, depending on what you're doing, that changes. So if I'm outside walking, I'm as I'm walking out of this building, I have my phone. I can start putting it in my pocket mm-hmm. because I'm about to cross the road. Yeah. Um, so that becomes my new autopilot, quote unquote autopilot. I think um, experience the task at hand. You know what I'm saying? Experience what you're doing at that moment. Yeah. Right? Um, Being present. But, you know, that reminds me of like the people that go to the gym and have to have a screen in front of them to do their workout. I can't even right? have a screen in front of them. <laughs> or but or that's even also read a, a book. It's have you distracting. Guys seen that? <laughs> but that's also... A, uh, I've a, seen the books a lot. Yeah? Huh, that's crazy. That would have to be a... Like on uh, a treadmill. treadmill yeah. yeah. So, But that's a, that's a product of the fact that rather than running and having to carry some water up a hill and shit, now we, you know what I mean? Like just the fact that our bodies are getting fucked up also by our surroundings that we even need to be on the treadmill in the first place. Yeah, we have to exercise you know so to keep our body functioning. Yeah, I, right. I mean, but th- this is where I think this is why I'm a huge believer. I've been in this industry for 30 years. Um, and the reason I think most people fail at being healthy and fit is because they look at it as a chore versus mm-hmm. life. Right. Mm. So for me, like when I'm lifting weights, I'm not lifting weights because my body needs exercise. I'm lifting weights to be stronger, to choke you guys the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think I'm that's, that's for the that, difference, you know? though. It's like you have a purpose. Right. And, and it's also. But like, that's what makes it fun. Right. You're right. in there and, and you're I like, oh, the, man, these the motherfuckers sport, are going to hurt. The sport aspect of things, you know, I think really has a ton of value because mm-hmm. as soon as, you know, even just like the movements, you know, obviously like. You know, you talk about martial arts being nutrient dense or whatever because it like contains like all the movements, and I, I really dig that. Except maybe like sprinting and running and you know that kind of stuff. Maybe are some movements that aren't in most martial arts, you could say. Um, but sports, you know, you have all those natural movements, right? Running, throwing, jumping. Right. Um, Turning, twisting, bending. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. You know, and, and, off then, and then the fact that it's it's fun because it's a game, mm-hmm. you know, but as soon as it's just me doing curls, staring at the wall or whatever, you know, it's taken so far out of all that stuff because it used to be hunting, you know, uh, you know, running to tell, you know, uh, to well, give what a about like meditation mm. in those moments? Or mm. Like, yeah, you've done the ropes for what? How long? 20 22 was the last one minutes yeah. right now mm. i assume like you have to be it just becomes like a you, you have to be in the zone for mm-hmm. it to keep going and i think that's a type of meditation or like you enter mm-hmm. a specific state yeah. of yeah. that present moment but it, yeah but that's it being present too it's not checking out it's like yeah no like being, active getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting deep into it yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. let's do it because isn't that just focusing as well, meditation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, and you know, this is what I was talking about with a few people recently, and maybe even we talked about it before here, but like 
meditation leads to balance, right? And that's kind of, you know, one of the things that you're trying to achieve is some kind of balance spiritually, mentally, um, physically as well. But I think sometimes people try, and I see this a lot with, um, you know, people that are really trying to find that, that center within themselves, but they do it in a static position. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I think it, I, I like doing that. But when in life are you really in a static position where you need to find balance? A lot of times you're going to be in a um, position that you're off balance, that you're moving, that you got to find that center and you got to find that, you know, like connection where it all comes together. And, you know, certainly they might have different um, objectives at some level, but they're going to come back together in that achieving being in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like that's ultimately where I think um, you're trying to get to. And so with that, I don't know, I think moving would uh, give people more tools at least to get there and to get back into that state a little bit more effective, you know? Yeah. There's two different paths. Yeah. Because stillness has a place. I think it absolutely does. I just think, like the people that I see mostly that are trying to be still like that are doing it because they don't want to do it in movement. You know, it, it reminds me of a lot of the traditional martial artists that I used to train with. And they were above violence and fighting and all of that shit, not because they really believed that their methods were better because they didn't want to go through that to get to the place where they wanted to elevate themselves to above, you know, being above violence. Um, I think that when people start to do that, we start to end up in the exact position that we're in right now as a country. And, you know, you can break that down into, you know, smaller and smaller groups going into, you know, communities where, you know, like this kid who got, kicked out of school. It might have been in a fight, right? It might have been something like that. Um, and back in the day, that would have been handled with, you know, maybe even a PE coach or somebody would have let them fight it out, mm -hmm. you know, for a bit mm -hmm. and just made sure that they didn't hurt each other. Mm -hmm. Or they do some sort of, you know, like hard punishment, like labor type of thing where they had to work as a team and become friends or you know you would mm -hmm. use things like that instead of like isolation yeah instead of isolation mm -hmm. or i mean we had a place we called the rubber room that were you know like two isolation rooms if somebody in was school really, yeah oh really if somebody was really being uh, you know but you had to be rubber yeah they and they weren't rubber that's just what yeah, we called yeah. them <laughs> um but you know that was more like i think if i think that was like the first like version of timeouts, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just think that if, if we had, if we understood that level, you know, that's why I'm such a big fan of constructive violence. If we understand that and we're in that mode and we've got that always to fall back onto, then, you know, um, we're going to be in much better shape. So you go back to the fitness thing. I mean, if you're getting fit to fight, like to physically fight, it's a pretty strong motivator to do, you know, a lot of things. Cause I mountain bike a lot. I, you know, snowboard a lot, but I'm always thinking about how those things are improving me in, 
you know, mm-hmm. my ability to, you know what I'm saying, to, mm-hmm. to fight, perform in that regards, and then how's that, you know, improving my ability to snowboard or mountain bike or yeah. these other things that. But not like everybody has that. They but, don't want to fight. They like. Well, right, but this is where this is where I think, again, they're, again, this is thirty years in my perspective in that 30 years is that's where they fail. Cause I know a lot of people who used to do CrossFit, right? I know a lot of people who used to work out. Now there's a way smaller amount that, um, do martial arts, but more of them, more of them stick with it because it's got something, you know, that, that carries you. So I know more people that still do martial arts, um, than the ones who just worked out that still work out. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, though. Like, if you don't have that right. interest or that idea, but then it the won't people last. that I see who who stop, or it might not last. It's you know, it goes hand in hand. At least for guys, for women, I'm sure it's different. But you know, and this this could lead us into the next not not the next one in order, but the one um, you've been for the the thing about like guys, especially as you know, again, I'm, I'm in a unique age group where I still can train hard, but I've got a realization of age, you know, being a factor. And so I look at a lot of guys my age and they let that fight go and you start to see the fucking dad, you know, fucking belly starting to come, the no ass, right? Yeah. So you start to lose your big muscle groups, your hamstrings and your glutes. Those are your power. I mean, that is power generation right there and then you get that you know little skinny fat man belly and what starts to happen slouch shoulders fucking you know you lose bitch tits (laughs) (laughs) um what else i mean just but you look at attitude attitude (laughs) starts to change right i mean start to become more complacent less you know they start to become more agreeable less resistant um, male feminists masculine feminists would be the worst that, that's the worst way you can go wait <laughs> it's, just, it's a downward it spiral. doesn't make sense though it doesn't what part of them is masculine a masculine feminist yeah is that they've got you know like they're still like guys they're not okay you know saying that they're identifying as women but they're one they're kind of again in that same place the masculine feminist is that person who's not making a choice you know what i'm saying they're like i'm gonna be yes yeah, so i don't know what you women, mean by i'm kind of so a guy you mean just a guy that's a feminist no you a know specific you mean like, type a chick of like so like masculine a... feminist is the guy who's <laughs> a guy. going out there and you know like, Pre, like women don't make the same amount of right, money as men right, and right. you know they you know the women's march that happens here in mm-hmm, town mm-hmm. they're wearing the pussy hat with their girlfriend right. because they're showing support. Their girlfriend that they got friend zoned by. Masculine <laughs> feminist. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that guy uh, that. Right. Do you guys know I remember, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember yeah. Rogan. Rogan had a great the analogy for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That there's like some kind of cuttlefish that like pretends to be a, it. Like sucks in its arms because uh-huh. I guess like guys have like longer like tentacles or something. So it sucks in his arms and pretends like it's a chick and then like. There's like the big guy and all the chicks are under him or something like that. And he'll go under there and pretend he's a chick. Oh, and he starts to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tries to get laid. Mm-hmm. Right, that's, his, that's the strategy.
strategy. <laughs> sloppy That's seconds. the strategy. Yeah. Right. And, you know, <laughs> again, if somebody's got that strategy, then maybe they're not really a masculine feminist. Maybe they're just a pretty, like... Oh, okay. So you, you think you, you know have, because if they're looking to bang a if bunch they still of chicks, have some predatory yeah. like instincts, right? <laughs> That's right. not a ma- so. But what about like so? so they're the just guy, using the illusion. Uh, so they do they have to be like beta an incel? Oh, beta. Okay. Yeah. They got to be beta to be yeah. a masculine feminist. I think uh-huh. most of them are beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's like probably I mean, that's why it's pretty much exactly like the I mean, cuttlefish because it's like the cuttlefish isn't the alpha of the group so right it's got to find another way to right so it can be cool like i told you guys that one about that baboon right it was like some baboons and then like there's a big you know the the one the main alpha gets all the chicks so then all the other dudes are like well fuck this what am i even doing here you know what i mean and then so what happens is that it was like this one time this person's like following this group and and then uh, one day, so this other baboon like leaves and it kind of explores and stuff. And then one day it figures out, like almost kills like some little deer, some kind of little deer. And it almost kills one. And then it figures out how to kill it. It goes back to that place. They love meat, right? And so it kills it. And then it comes back and it's got blood on it. And then a bunch of the other dudes are like, what, you got meat, you know? You know, all the, all the other non-alphas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they follow him and see him kill a deer. And so they're like, yo, and then they team up and then they all start like killing deer as a group, right? And then they all come back with blood on them. And then all the chicks are like, you know, looking over there like, oh, these dudes got meat. <laughs> and so, <laughs> And so a bunch of the girls go to the, those guys. And so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see the analogy for like, you know, it's like uh, the alphas do exist in that way. You know what I mean? In the, in the strong man way. But then there's this other way that's like creative, right? And, yeah, and like, then you got the males that hang ooh. back with those females that are going to just... They're just hanging out with them for the day and they wait for the other guys to come back with the kill. And they get to go uh, over and still reap the rewards because they uh, were keeping the they're keeping guard at home or something like that. See, yeah, I think the thing that so like, the masculine feminists you're saying those, those, those are, are the, the male, the ba- the male yeah. feminist baboons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the the thing that gets me like on the what the fuck is by choice. You know what I'm saying? Like I get that people aren't going to be as strong as the next guy, whether that's in personality, whether that's an in influence, whatever that is. But if you're striving to be stronger, you know, you can, like the baboons, they kind of position themselves. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. okay, we don't have that, but we're still going to kind of work our they way into like this. Right? Yeah, they're kind of going from beta to somewhat beta yeah. plus. Well, you know what? Have you heard of Sigma? You guys heard of that? Sigma male? Uh-uh. Is it fun? Like, there's like a whole. There's so many now. I know it's is funny. It, is there's it a like whole gender yeah. identity kind of thing. No, there's so no. many pronouns. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of ligma. A male ligma male ligma nuts. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> um, you know, because there's like a lot of these terms people have for males. There's also like I've seen. Have you seen this one? Uh, high value male. You know, what is this, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this whole like, like there's like these dating scenes and like hookup, like, and there's these like guys. Like social that, credit score coming in. Oh, is that what it is? Like, a, you're considered high value if you've got like. Yeah, if you got money, if you're like uh, entrepreneur. So you know I mean? is it like uh, a color code? You know, scale. You know how it goes like from 
maybe orange up to green, <laughs> yeah, greener, yeah. greener, dark green. Totally, totally, right? yeah. So you're it that, like yeah. your your car to be a single, <laughs> right? As the Lamborghini is the right, <laughs> yeah. So high value, but I think some Sigma male is like someone that like goes off from the crowd. And they're more like uh, introverts and like independent, but they go and like do their own thing and they create something maybe like that baboon. I think that's what Sigma male mm -hmm. means. So it's another like it's a valuable because this is all from like a evolutionary, like biological, like what like males and females like you're talking about. I animals. could respect that. You know, yeah. it, it's more like the person who's not super competitive. Yeah. But yeah. it's like. I mean, I think it takes a lot of what we would consider alpha traits to go off and do your own thing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I don't yeah. even know if a lot of alphas would be able to do that. You know, they have their, um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times you see that in where there's an alpha, but there's a, they're an alpha in a small place. They're not necessarily mm, an they, alpha through life. Mm, you know, they're, they're alphas in, the in certain areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's a here's a sigma male list. Um, <laughs> the sigma male. Uh, they're born to rebel. They get a lot of attention without even trying. They have unique way of doing things. They know what they want. They like to live in the moment. They're hard to get. Is this like from a woman's perspective? Did a fifteen year old write this? <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> they love to have their own space. They have their, a style of their own. It's like um, a personality. Just a man who is a lone wolf, he's not worried about alpha males or interested to become one. They don't crave attention like the alphas, but they get a lot without even trying. Leadership abilities, um, inborn charisma, doesn't flaunt it. The women are drawn to sigmas because of their capacity and self-sufficient abilities. It kind of seems like something that a guy who's like not an alpha would be like would make up yeah. to be like <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like I'm smart and creative and like you know I'm cool because of these other reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. what would be then the only like separation would be the competitiveness. Would you say? Yeah, and maybe like um and maybe not hmm. maybe that's like outward competitiveness but you know inward competitiveness could be something a little bit mm. you know what i'm saying that still mm -hmm. is kind of alpha -y, mm -hmm. but doesn't necessarily right register could that on be that scale like synonymous to composure in it or no because like it feels like we're starting because sigma sounds like it's a category that falls under the alpha umbrella mm -hmm. um yeah. Mm -hmm, somewhat. But is the difference. So then like, there's different types mm -hmm. of alphas. Maybe, though, the yeah. alpha falls under the sigma umbrella. Mm -hmm. Because it almost specific. seems, yeah, more specific variation of that. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like it's got all of those ingredients that you would consider an alpha. Mm -hmm. Right. I, but what if the difference is the baboon example? Yeah. Like, the, you know, that one baboon, for whatever reason, wasn't the alpha, but still had all the characteristics of an alpha. Right, because then he like leads the other baboons, and he figures something out, and he leads them, tells them how to do it, and then that attracts the females, and then he makes another like society or whatever. Right. Yeah. So. So then, is yeah. he is he the alpha of the group that comes over? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, is there always that Hierarchy. alpha? Because if you had like, you know. Um, 
let's say in a uh, gym there's you know 10 fighters right they're all probably going to be considered if those fighters weren't within that gym at least within that paradigm of Mm. fighting maybe just getting into the ring they might be betas in other parts of their life but in that Mm. part they're going to be considered you know alphas but then you're going to have the coach who you know is are they considered the alpha or are they going to be considered more of the sigma because they're not really in that same mode as the alphas but you still got to have you know like if you just had a pack of alphas and they were just a pack of alphas, they're probably going to fight it out until, until there's one's one on, the top. On, top. One's on top. And then that one person on top mm-hmm. has got to be more versatile than doing what the alphas will do of mm-hmm. fighting amongst one another. He's got to be able to be like, look. Well, those, are, those other guys yeah. got to become generals, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> or what about the fact, like, what about like... So that's what, why I'm saying it's always like a tiered, yeah. you know, you're going to have... Totally. Your base of alphas, you could right. say, U.S. Yeah. military, right, yep. is kind of going to be the alpha of yeah. you know the larger mm-hmm. percentage, and then you get the next level the of people, the and then you know you go all the way right. to the top where you got special operations. Why well, isn't yeah. that just like a creating drive? Yeah, I think it does. That's what that's what yeah. that's what people want. I mean, that's success. I mean, I, you know, that's the, it is the hierarchy and can you climb the hierarchy? That is a driving force. That's why, you know, they say like guys do that. They erect skyscrapers just to get laid. You know, that's <laughs> the idea is like, cause the, the person, you know, like, like again, Jordan talks about this all the time, Jordan Peterson, like that men fight it out amongst each other. And because of that operation, the best rise to the top. And then the women know who's at the top. Right. And so the women grab the ones from the top. So they like the, they let the men fight it out, even like symbolically speaking, like we're talking about. And then whatever, you know, those alphas breeding. rise at the top. <laughs> yeah. And then those guys often was that breeding. Bre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Selective breeding. Yeah. Selective breeding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because and then it's interesting because women, you know, choose the genetics. So it almost makes it like evolution's like conscious. Because it's women that choose what gets passed on, what traits get passed on. It's determined by women. Because the guy that they choose... So they're to blame the... for all this woke bullshit. Right <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That, well, them and masculine feminists. Mm. I mean, Chuck Schumer. I would consider him a masculine feminist. You I don't really know who he is. He's yeah. um, the uh, majority mm-hmm. um, speak or leader in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. I can't picture him, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like even being an old dude, and I think like Lindsey Graham is a masculine feminist. So I'm not picking a Republican. Who's, who's masculine? That's a politician. I would say like um, the Florida guy. Yeah, DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would uh, say so. What were you going to say? You I was, you know, I, I thought we were just going to kind of stay in that Senate. I was going to say, I think mm-hmm. Rand Paul mm-hmm. is that. I mean, he doesn't come across like what uh, the guy in Congress who was a SEAL comes Crenshaw, across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't lose an eye. Right. He doesn't have that, <laughs> you know, look. The, but he definitely is, you know, like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. he brings the fight when he, right. when he needs to. Yeah. Um, these other guys, the other people, 
seem like they're the ones, again, that, you know, it's like that thing that we were talking about early where someone kind of pretends to be on your side, but then they're on the other guy's side. They're that, Mm -hmm. you know, person in the middle. The collaborators, Mm -hmm. man. That's Mm -hmm. that that, uh, Game of Thrones. It's the finger, little finger. Little finger. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Lord Baelish. I'm almost in the sixth season. I cannot. You still can't get the names. That's what's so hilarious about that show. I had a problem at first, too. Like remembering all these family names and stuff. By the end of it, you're like, okay. What's What's the eunuch's name? Varys Mm -hmm. or something? Uh He's just like Littlefinger. But he has higher values. Yeah, I was gonna say. Right. He's yeah, got, yeah, but yeah. like. But he is playing the game. And he he's plays playing people. the same. Yeah, uh-huh. playing the same game. But he cares about the city. You know? well, I'm not he, saying they have right. the same goal. I'm right. just saying they have the same tactic. Yeah, yeah, right. They're both like diplomats, and they, they, yeah, they, they work like intellectually, like strategy people's sides. Yeah, yeah Baelish is just more like sneaky and underhanded and. Right. It's like you so, guys are talking about a whole different show. Right now. <laughs> All I can remember is Khaleesi because she's so fucking yeah. hot. But yeah. that, that's it. Easy one and the drag- well, and she's got dragons. Oh, I mean, dragons, she's the only yeah. one. Right. He forgot about the dragons. He was <laughs> totally a little distracted. Her. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I thought her acting kind of is, was left something to be... Yeah, she's hot. Well, that's oh, why they had her naked so much in the beginning. <laughs> They're like, look, right. she's once actually we- pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm distracted by your <laughs> <laughs> chest. They had several hot girls in that movie. Yeah. The red, um, the red witch is that uh, one? The red. Yeah. My girl uh, got mad at me for thinking the red witch was hot, and I was like, "Which witch?" There was this uh, was some season where there was like two witches, and I was like, "The hot witch," and she was like, "Why do you think that old lady's hot?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She looks at her as the old lady when she was old, and you're like, "Well, yeah." No, it was maybe. before. It oh. was before you even knew that she was that. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. She looked old then. <laughs> it's well, kind of like, um, like it, yeah, mature. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll find out. How long? How far I mean, along are you? I, I'm almost to season six. I think. How many seasons were there? Ten. Eight on the eight. Maybe. I will go with you. Eight. You, you Weren't they supposed to have a few spinoffs of that? At some point, I think so, but I don't know. I don't know. know. There's a big clash with the writers before the last season. I I think they. There's just one guy. Oh, the writers of the show. Yeah. Right, and he was like writing the books as the show was going. Right, it wasn't even. Yeah, I think there was one season where they had to like wait for him to finish. Right, I think yeah, the last one. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. pressure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's like, shit! I got to get this book out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty good. I mean. You know, it's pretty like agreed that that kill scene was probably one of the top ones, right? Where the mountains fighting the I mean, viper or the sure. I love the whole yeah. show. I think it's easily the best show ever made. I can I can make the claim. Yeah, huh? you know? like I love The Simpsons and other shows. You're but so man, resistant. I was. I mean, come on! I didn't even watch it till five years after it was over. I'm so resistant. I'm enjoying it. Like it's good. But, like, but I'm not going to enjoy it as much. I'm, I'm like, like oh, okay. Why? Why are you resisting it? No, I'm not resisting watching it or anything. Like it's good, but it's not like like right at the point where I'm at now. It's like I might as well finish it, but I'm not like ripped to watch it every night you know what i mean like when i watched ozarks the first time i was like i need to know what happens next like i was i was itching for that next season to come out and then Hmm. yeah has it already ended like 
Did they already get that last part out? Well, they released... Oh, no, they haven't released yeah. part two yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on that. The way the first part ended, I'm just, they, they leave you on a thread. With that dude who was dating that one yeah, they both old lady? Get shot in the face. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry. Oh, whoops. i never seen it. All right, good. I never well, saw yeah. it either. All right. <laughs> right on. So, anybody got anything to add to this um, list that really... Again, it, like these things don't really bother me. It's not like I lose sleep over them. It's just kind of, mm-hmm. kind of funny. I see. Yeah, know? I never like took the time to really sit there and think about it. Like, there's so many things. Parents that want to be best friends with their kids. Okay, nice. That one's a big one to me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Bugs the fuck yeah. out of me. We were talking about that this morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like hypocrisy was something I thought of. It's not as funny or as fun. Well, it but is I when you start fucking, to break it down. I hate a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Or a liar. And you know they're fucking lying. I hate <laughs> that shit. That's, you know? That one's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one is... Uh, yeah. Well, that's all these politicians right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty mm-hmm. much... Or, yeah, we could count I have, like 10 of them who aren't. I absolutely have the same reaction I would to a person as I am having towards, like, what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that... They'll be like, oh, this is misinformation, da, 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 da. and then they go around and like do the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or Screaming not misinformation while they're yeah. providing misinformation. Or, or never admit that they're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then blame it on some other thing. Like they'll, you know, like oh, why don't they trust? You know, I saw some article that was like, why don't people trust public health? And it's like, oh, it's because of the podcasters. <laughs> oh no, it's not because of the incompetence right. and the lying and the hypocrisy. You know what I mean? Now it's going like, to be because of Putin. Right. Everything. <laughs> they make, they're yeah. making TikTok videos. Mm, that's for, bizarre, uh, I know. Yeah. What's that? I've heard this. For kids. Uh-huh. So because they're trying to influence the kids the, into... The White House invited like the top mm. TikTok influencers over to the White House to mm. come and be briefed on so that they could tell their followers, their millions and millions of followers, exactly what's going on over in... US. That happened before Biden's with... Fault. Do you remember or, with, I mean, Putin's fault. Do you remember with the, uh, the they person that they got to do TikTok videos about COVID or about... <laughs> uh, he, he or they... Um, you never saw it. they like yeah the White it was House. like yeah yeah wasn't yeah. was it Jen Saki that was yeah I think it was doing it yeah, yeah. and and this person you know did all these they're ridiculous videos too <laughs> like it. yeah uh, yeah it's crazy how they're so, using but that isn't thing. Uh, aren't there videos of people also doing like these weird dances or moves on TikTok like they follow these trends that somebody puts out there and you just have to go along with it and so if if it's just you, it's just you dancing in front of the camera, yeah. or it's like three people, however many people you can gather to do that. But anytime I see that, because they leak onto Instagram, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, because I don't have TikTok, <laughs> I just it just feels really weird to see these people. It almost looks like they're mindlessly doing. Mm. TikTok's the place you gotta watch being mental illness, <laughs> like to to just see. What a lot of people use it that way. Like. It, I've never it been on TikTok. Worries. It makes it just uh, gives me a weird feeling. Yeah, that's an easy. What the fuck's wrong with people? You just say TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's the best. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 Totally. There's one going around right now that's like all the kids know about multiple personality syndrome, or they call it something else. D- disorder. Uh, have you heard of it? Some of them are just calling it being personality fluid now like that, right yeah, that, yeah, I, I was gonna bring yeah, this one up okay. what the fuck happened to 
us acknowledging that people are schizophrenic. Like, what happened mm, to mm. to multiple personality disorder and <laughs> thinking like, fluid. like people are there's real and, legitimate and it, psychosis happening, and you see it where. Yeah, so where does that come about, from? I've got twenty different people living inside of me. So right, uh, and this I one think a lot of like those this people, other one for this. I think reason. a lot of those people. Like, I, I saw something on it, so I have no idea what's going on, but supposedly like the multiple personality disorder some guy wrote a book back in the day and and maybe it's not as much of a thing as people think it is and they like that guy wrote that book and then someone made a movie about a multiple personality person i mean even like psycho was that right he was like his mom or whatever back that hitchcock movie right, right. wasn't that what that was yeah i think so right um so, but it seems like some of, at least people think, I, I don't know, but people think that some of those people are just like making it up for attention because mental illness gets so much attention online. Yeah. So then people are pretending to be mentally ill, being like, oh, I have all these person and Joe Or PTSD this, or yeah. depression or anxiety about everything. But then the edge. dangerous thing is that you become it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You practice it enough and, you it's know, it yeah. starts to... Mm-hmm. You know, seep well, in in an artificial You know, now people will put in the bio, you put your pronouns, you put your race, you put, you know, and then they'll put, oh, I'm neurodivergent, you know, uh, <laughs> mental, uh, manic depression, depression, you know, and they put that in like, yeah. their, their identity or yeah. whatever. <laughs> That's like a part of their identity. PTSD, survival. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. survival. That's, that is like... Have you heard, you know, like in shootings and stuff, like even if you weren't in a line of fire, you know, now it's like you're a survivor, you're a, you know, ex-survivor. And it's like, yeah. it's kind of weird to put those labels. You, you know what I'm saying? Like if you were in the school at the time mm-hmm. and you could be across, you know, yeah, completely right, out the of the way, you're a, you know, whatever survivor. You kind of think that that would be more like, somebody who got shot and survived it, you know, or went through the traumatic experience of having it, you know, directly. Right. Like, Do you guys know who Steve Renesazi is? Stand-up comedian? Mm. I don't think no, so. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know of him until a couple of years back because he was on uh, Roast Battles, which was like mm. comedians yeah. just roast the shit out of each other. Yeah, but I had to go look him up after I heard them. They were all roasting him because apparently he famously, like, Claimed he was in the World Trade Center, or I heard about this. Some, oh, oh he, he worked for lines. Howard Stern. That's what it was, he, and he said that like on Howard Stern or something. I've heard yeah, about yeah, this. he was on. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, on yeah. Stern, and he, yeah. he made up this whole story about how he was like in the building, and he heard the the crash hit, and as he was running, he saw the the buildings fall, falling behind him, and like I, it, he might have even added something in, like helping the lady up off the street or some shit like that, and. <laughs> He perpetuated the story for like a year or so before somebody called him out and were like, you were home with us. Like, what? how could you have, you know, possibly been there? Like, they fucking blew his whole cover. Um, but it was just interesting to watch, like, his, his whole career, obviously, you know, got fucking crumbled. And then to watch him go back on Roast Battle and actually, it was actually kind of cool to watch him have oh, the guts to go on. Oh, wow, and, and he they, roasted they about roasted it. the shit out of him oh, about man. it. And oh, all, all the jokes were about 9-11 okay. and shit, but he took it on the chin and he, you know, yeah. and he, yeah. at some point, I think even at the end of the, the battle, he like apologized to people and he was like, 
He's like, I, I was fucked up, yeah. Uh, it's like the guy that we were talking about who whacked off on CNN or whatever. Yeah, it's just too big. It's like that. You got to just like go past it, bro. What know? about Jesse Smollett? That was uh, a big what the fuck. Right. He's not suicidal. Yeah, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> and they, like yelling that. Yeah, thinking he was going to yeah. get Epstein. Yeah. 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 Is he that important? Or was he trying to bring importance? People think that maybe... Clinton had something to do with the whole thing and setting it up as a distraction because uh, okay. I don't know uh, if there was something Epstein related happening at the time uh, when Jesse did Oh, no shit. So. So, that, so people think maybe it was a diversion to uh, take the attention off and that, I, I don't know, some some people... I, I I've heard that about like Michael Jackson that it was like they, people conspired, con, you know, cons, you know, conspired with him. There were some interesting interviews right before like, he died. Uh, uh, I think uh, it was in the, his like twenty twelve. It might, it might have been from footage from the last tour he had right before he died. Uh, there was like an, an interview of him talking about the people behind the curtains, mm-hmm. and he was like trying to tell people like there's some very dark things happening that you know that you're not seeing happening behind the scenes and right uh, yeah i heard yeah they, they use the trials to like distract against yeah. other things going on <laughs> that's some some conspiracy shit <laughs> yeah she could draw a conspiracy connection to a bunch of things yeah right yeah man it's just weird how many of those are starting to come true that's, that's <laughs> you know that is a trip. I mm-hmm. I think this, I think Trump is gonna go down in history as one of the best presidents we've ever had, and I think like the reason I think that is because we're gonna look back and we're gonna look at assessments of what we gauged, you know, like that off of, and. I don't know, but who's gonna write those books? You know what I mean, well, I think like we you look, may have some stats. There's no wars. You know, you could like. You right, have some objective, I, like, right, but I think to look that um, you look at just from a policy and the only president maybe since um, JFK who was what he was. You, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at that and you're like, man, this was actually somebody who, um, like... But, but he's still the, like the a system. ridiculous character. You know what I mean, absolutely. Like, like he. But, like but I agree you know, that he, he, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't get the same like fake persona as most politicians. Uh-huh. I get from them. Right. I don't get that from him. But like, but he's it, still it's like, like Eric was saying. Like, I'd rather know mm-hmm, that you're mm-hmm. kind of a prick, and I can trust that I. I what I see is like, what I, I get. Yeah, I can really versus that, yeah. having you yeah, pull the wool over my eyes the entire right. time. Yeah, and like pretend that you're. It sucks. That's our only choice. <laughs> see, I mean? but I but see, this like, is what people say. It's like, yeah, but Trump was our choice, and I I wonder because I look at it and I'm like, he's the best choice actually because on the world stage, man, he knew how to handle all that pressure. He did it with stride. When you look at Trump, it didn't look like he aged a day from the time he went in, from the time he left. He didn't present himself in a manner in which he thought he had to present himself. He was the same. I was looking at footage just of how he carried himself, how he spoke. He was the same before to through, you know, the campaign. And I think when you try to put all that fakery and all that fuckery in, I don't know if a person can really maintain that. But he's he's being driven by like extreme narcissism. 
Sure. I, but but <laughs> I think that's you, like, I think you would have the to. same too. Yeah. And that will keep. I think maybe what's sad is the fact that what if are there the, any global leaders that aren't? But I think in a position nice like that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah you the, can't was, attach to everything everyone says or does. Uh, like you have to just do you. But a lot of his narcissism was funny shit. I mean, you look at, <laughs> but, but a lot of it was true was though, right? I mean, look at his, look at his wife. His wife is hot. Uh-huh. What guy doesn't want at least to entertain that fantasy of having a hot wife, right? Mm-hmm. What guy doesn't want to entertain that fantasy of, you know, being wealthy, you know, like that? Even if mm-hmm. they're not like, you know, even if they're a devout hippie who doesn't, um, you know, do much or possess mm-hmm. much, you would still entertain those fantasies. And that, I think, it would is... Be, it would be cool to have someone I actually, like respected mm-hmm. as like a but I don't know if they could be I don't know if they could be powerful maybe, enough maybe not you know what I'm saying because they have to be narcissistic yeah you like, you know I respect the so like the uh, okay with not being respected uh uh-huh, yeah. yeah right and that like that's narcissism right there right like you <laughs> but, but look at how look at I how I think a like, true narcissist needs to be respected they feel like because uh, and I, I'm judging this off of the one like true like narcissist that, you knew that I knew that yeah, was yeah, yeah. you know and she could not handle like if there was even the slightest criticism mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. oh my god you think I'm the worst person ever why wouldn't it and then she would just harp on it and it would keep I would watch it just replay mm-hmm. over and over in her mind until at some point I would eventually apologize because I would be like I'm sorry like, I didn't know you're going to take this so hard and mm-hmm. I would feel bad because I, I'm watching her spiral but then I, over time, I realized this was just manipulation of right. she can't she can't have anybody disliking anything about her because her she thinks so highly of herself that anything that doesn't match up with that mm. is is wrong for whatever reason. So I think I'm not saying Trump was a narcissistic, but I don't think he was. I I was actually just reading about the uh, somebody categorized like different types of narcissism. And there was like empathic narcissism. There was, I don't remember what the middle one was called. And then there was like the evil narcissism where it's like yeah. that, it's that extreme where it's like, I can't. But that's for your own personal gain when it's that extreme. I yeah. think Trump, I honestly think he wanted America to be, uh, you know, an extension of him as far as a success in the world. You know, I, I seriously think that his approach was I want America to be the influencer in the world, but not by a crushing military blow by understanding we've kind of got the most power, but then we're going to let you guys be how you are. Cause he wasn't trying to influence other countries as far as direct policy, you know, influence. He was, you know, bringing it more back to America and then how the success of America would influence other countries versus outward influence he wanted to make america great again and he wanted to be known for it yeah and And that is narcissism but it has a positive outcome absolutely but it's not an extreme narcissism where he wants to rule the world you know so to speak um he wants to be the supreme i don't think he wanted that at all i think what he honestly once is well what yet you just said. like what if he gets to the point of feeling you know but none of that. his yeah sure i i think i think that that could be a possibility but he's been 
on top when you talk about top for you know most of his life i mean me growing up i remember the name trump you know it was just so much in the media and in that public eye and he's failed multiple times and then succeeded and failed and succeeded but i think that again what i what i admire about the positions that he had and what he took was that he was pretty much like self-admitted that he was corrupt but again acceptable levels of corruption you know you can accept oh man this guy you know has the money to influence whatever you know level he influenced to get a smoking hot wife i mean but but that helped, i wonder how she feels right <laughs> I, I mean i heard they have a great relationship reading from like what dave rubin and some of these more um you know, independent -y type of people would say when meeting them. Yeah, when but I lived in Seattle, was, all the articles were about how unhappy she was. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what they tried to portray, right? And But I'm sure his money, influence, and power had an effect. That's, you know, most dudes with that level of wealth and influence aren't going to go for the ugliest chick that they can find. I mean, I mean you know what I'm saying? Or, you know... They would what, probably what go for newspapers. what pleases them, right? right? Those same newspapers probably also <laughs> talked about his ties with Russia. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. At this point. So, but you know what I'm saying? So you got a level of corruption there. You're going to use your influence. You're going to try to um, push policies that are going to be friendly, right? I'm sure there was things that they did for, you know, buildings and, you know, doing things of that nature. But... You know, this idea, this is where, you know, I really like the Machiavellian approach in the regards that you look at the world for what it is versus looking at the world for what you think it should be, right? And there's an idealism about, you know, all this stuff that the woke left is trying to say, but it would be great. But the world's not going to be like that. We just saw it with Putin, right? You know, they're trying to have this, like, um, world community so to speak people think that way you know that's why they dealt with you know putin and our adversaries with a, a soft hand you know this administration that oh we can have disagreements and you know you guys can still be how you are and we can you know we'll just comply with those things because if we're nice enough to you then you'll understand our ways right doesn't work that way because there's Culturism. As long as we have culturism, you're going to have those kind of conflicts. And, you know, I, I think that that's where you look at somebody like Trump and he wasn't trying to, you know, push this idea of, you know, like world influential dominance like that. He was saying you build America and just the idea of that level of success will resonate, you know, across mm -hmm. sounds like i'm like an ass kisser of trump and i'm not i just I mean, that's kind of what's been yeah. happening with me too because yeah. I, I you know i was salty about it when he got in i was i don't i didn't like any of them i i, I just don't care for politicians in general i think they're all corrupt but that's the one thing i could say about him is he wasn't a politician he wasn't a politician that's the... by the third year in was when i started kind of realizing like Oh, something else is going on here. Like the, yeah. the media is painting him as this evil character, and the clue was when I when uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye of all people went, went to him with a list of people that they 
could prove were wrongfully um, imprisoned. And, uh, you know, Kim fucking put in work to have Trump, um, you know, pardon these people and get them released. And I thought that was actually a pretty cool thing that they they worked on that and uh, absolutely no media coverage of it. Instead, they're calling them a racist. And uh, yeah, and these were black people. Yeah. Right. At least a couple of them were. Um, and then the other thing was I have a, um, my, my auntie on my mom's side, or I guess she's like a second cousin technically. Um, she had a, uh, two, two girls that came from Mexico and stayed with her, uh, for several years, probably about a decade ago. They ended up, uh, uh, right before Trump's presidency, they were working for him, like, in his estate, and they saw him on a regular basis coming and going. I think they were just doing, like, housekeeping stuff, but uh, they spoke highly of him. They were like, we never saw one, like, racist thing, you know, coming from him, and talked about how generous he was, how much he took care of them while they were there, and... um, that was kind of one of my first clues where I was like, oh, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm buying into some bullshit here. Yeah. Yeah. But they made him out to be the supervillain. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't make me a fan of him, but it also is like. I'm, I'm not a fan of like anybody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you got to respect that and be like, if I, if I had to pick a president, the only thing with Trump that I think is that he's um, old, right? Hmm. But. People are like, he's too polarizing. It's like, well, yeah, but look at the politics, man. What, as if somehow, some way, there's going to be a great unifier that brings everyone together. It's not going to happen because the intention is to split them apart. He was a unifier in the regards of saying, like when he said to the black community, you know, like, what else have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? Try it. And all his policies benefited that. And I think that that's where you get people in that mode. It's like, you know, all you got to do is give it a shot. If it's not working, maybe things would change. But, you know, we've done things that haven't worked for so long and people still keep buying into it. It's like going to be better this time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, it's the same shit that didn't work last time and the time before that and the time before that. What makes you think it's going to work this time? Because we've got hope and change attached to the fucking, mm. you know, mantra versus, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, oh, hope and change. And, you know. Hope. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Two hours. Yep. Closing. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Ascent 420 Colorado on Instagram. Uh, we've got some cool photos on Ascent 420 photography. Uh, yeah, Facebook and YouTube, Ascent for 20. Word. <laughs> <laughs>